Are you fully persuaded that God can do it? Are you fully persuaded that he's got the power to do it? He has the ability to do what he promised? If you're fully persuaded, you can start giving him glory before you see it happen. Sometimes the closest to that preferred outcome, the more resistance that you will see, the more hindrance, the more pushback that you will see sometime right before your victory comes. God is working it, but the enemy is trying to discourage you and cause you to give up on it and throw in the towel and have a crisis of belief to where you just said, forget about it, God. Forget about it. I'll do it myself. Welcome to the light of the world. And this is Jerry G. Martin. If there was ever a time believers need to stand in faith, trusting God's word for whatever God wants to do in your life, it is now. God wants us to rise up and let him use our lives to do great things. I'm encouraging you today with these messages on faith. Come and join us as we walk in the light of God's Word. I don't have to take a survey from those of you in attendance to know that there are many of you who are at a crossroad. A crossroad is is a place where you're trying to make some decisions about where you need to go next. That means you are in a place of decision and change. So I'm at a crossroad. You know that if you don't make a move, you may be assigned to your current circumstances forever. If I don't do something, I may be here forever. Others of you are looking for that promise of the blessed life that you heard about in Christ Jesus. I'm I'm not there. Why am I still struggling? And I should be blessed like I hear the word say I should be blessed. But in order to break free from where we are and move to where we desire to be, it's going to require a few things that we need to know and believe. Come on, say those two words, to know and believe. You're going to need to know some things and you're going to need to believe some things. So I want to take some time today to share with you uh, what those things are that you will need to employ in your life if you're going to see that change that's needed. In the book of Mark, chapter 4, I want to look at a story from a different perspective today. I'm sure you've heard this story and, and have read it. And I've heard it preached many times, but I want to look at it from a different perspective. Mark chapter 4 verse 35 says, That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, Let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? 
do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, who is this? Even the wind and the wave obey him. I want to talk to you today from this subject, faith to cross over. This occurrence in scripture is the evening of the day that Jesus was doing the teaching to his disciples and those who were in the crowd. He was teaching on the parable of the sowers. He taught about uh, the parable of the mustard seed plant and, and he taught about several of those things. But it says on that evening of that day that he told them to go to the other side. So the first thing I want to point out in this passage, it tells us that Jesus, that Jesus spoke to the storm and he tells us that Jesus said to the storm, be quiet and be still. But I looked at it and his disciples were terrified that they would drown. But Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat. That's kind of the end of the story. That's kind of the story in a nutshell. They were terrified. He was sleeping. And when Jesus spoke to the storm and the winds died down, he said to his disciples and he asked them these two questions. And I want to look at it now and I want to look at it again later. Number one, he says, why are you so afraid? Secondly, he said, do you still have no faith? If you look at other translations, it says, oh ye of little faith. Why are you afraid? And why don't you have any faith? I don't know about you, but if I was on that boat as a fisherman, and I'm scared that we're going to drown, um, I don't know if I, how I would feel about somebody asking me why I was scared. Now you have to understand, these are fishermen. They don't get scared just because their boat rocks. They've been out on the water before, so when this storm came up, it must have been quite a terrifying storm for fishermen to get scared. Didn't you see what I saw is what I was asking? Didn't you experience what I experienced? You on the same boat? You should have been scared too. And then secondly, why are you questioning my faith? If the truth be known, I, I, I don't quite know right now what faith is. And what it has to do with this experience on this ship, on this boat right now. Why are you asking me something about faith and I'm just trying to keep from drowning? So this is the place that Jesus could teach them a lesson on faith. Most of the time when we hear this passage, we, we hear the preacher telling us about how he has the authority over the storm and over nature and, and how he can tell the storm to be quiet. And, and that's a good message and it's encouraging, but that's not the purpose of this passage. I believe this incident is recorded in Mark. It's also recorded in Matthew and in Luke. I believe it's there to teach us a lesson on faith. The Bible tells us more than once that the just shall live. Can nobody finish that? By faith. By faith. The just shall live 
by faith. And if you are just, you are justified, you are saved, your life and the way that you live ought to be according to faith in what God says. It also tells us in the Bible that without faith it is impossible to please God. We're told in the scripture that with men these things are impossible, but with God all things are possible to those that believe. We're also told that faith is the substance. That word substance means the title deed, the ownership of the things that hope for. It's the evidence of things not seen. So we who are saved are to be people of faith. But we don't know what faith is and, and how faith works. So if we're going to receive what God has in store for us, we're going to have to exercise faith to receive it. Oh, you can just decide you're going you're gonna to name it and claim it. You're going to blab it and grab it. You're just going to say, I, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm the head, not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I shall have what I say when I pray. Uh, why don't you have what you say? Because you've been praying, you still don't have it. It takes faith. And faith needs to be exercised and you need to learn what faith is. So let's take a closer look at this passage. Mark chapter 4 verse 35. That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. Jesus is doing the talking. And what he says, listen to it closely, let us. Go to the other side. And I want you to hold that thought right there because I'm going to come back to it and tell you that he's still saying that today in your life. There's a lot of us that need to go to the other side. I'll be back to that. The key to operating in faith, number one, is hearing what the Lord is telling you. Let me say that again. If you want to operate in faith, the very first thing you need to do is hear what the Lord is telling you. And you don't lose the fact that Jesus is saying, let us go to the other side. It was not another disciple telling them to go. It wasn't from the, somebody from the crowd telling them to go. It was Jesus telling them to go to the other side. So before you set out from where you are, the first thing you should do is to be sure that you hear from the Lord on the directions and the steps you ought to take. You can have your own ideas about where you need to go. You can listen to other people tell you where you need to go. You can listen to social media or the culture to telling you what you need to do and how you need to do it and how you need to function. But you better hear from Jesus about where you need to go. Too many of us decide where we want to go and start out in a direction and then we want the Lord to come and bless where we decided to go. Lord, this is where I'm going. Now I'm praying that you, that you deliver me. I'm praying that you make me successful in my direction. But the Bible says, in all of your ways, acknowledge the Lord and he will direct your path. He also tells us in that same passage, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. 
Why? She says your understanding is bad. You think it's good. That's what makes it bad. You don't know the end from the beginning. You think you know what you know. You can't see what I can see. You don't know what I know. You think you're going in the right direction. The Bible said there is a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is destruction. The Bible said you don't know where you're supposed to go. Not if you're trying to get where God's trying to take you. So he said, ask the Lord. So the very first thing in operating in faith is lining up with God and finding out what he wants to do in your life. Now, if you're saved, I'm going to talk to saved folks. If you're not saved today, this is not for you. You can play on your phone. (laughs) But if you're saved, you need to find the Lord's mind about whatever it is you're trying to do So that he can take you to that place where he's trying to take you. If you're saved. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Seek him with all of your mind. Trust him with all of your ways. This is Jerry G. Martin. And thank you once again for joining us. As we have brought the word of God to you. And we are hopeful that your life has been enriched and that you have been encouraged. It is such a privilege to come to you no matter where you are. You may be in your home or your automobile or your place of business. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can do so by going to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can also join us on our website at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. And as always, I invite you to be our guest at the Light of the World. We meet each Sunday at 10 a.m. at 16161 Old Humble Road. If you're in Atasca Cedar, Kingwood, Summerwood, Fall Creek, North Houston, Northeast Houston, you're in our neighborhood. Come and be our guest. I want to remind you that the Beacon Christian Bookstore is located right here on our campus. Almost every Christian bookstore in our city has closed, but we have an inventory of Bibles, communion supplies, Sunday school books, offering envelopes, study materials, or whatever you might need. Call the Beacon at 281-441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, May the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.